put a spell on you. Cause you're mine. Welcome to Hex Rated, where we four witches will take you on a magical journey through foul language and outrageous feminism. Plus, some witchy shit. It'll be great. Uh, coming at ya. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you reading. doing? What's coming happening? Well, what did you guys do for the Halloweens or the Samhain or perhaps even the Samhain? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Samhain's so going to be I, my drag king name. That good, yes. Right? Oh my god, that would be so great. I feel um, like you'd have to say it in the I same time. I went of to voice, many parties. So. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, no, Hold, it's all good. Go. You go. Okay, I went to many parties, which is not my thing. I don't like it. I don't like socializing. I don't like meeting people. I don't like eating food. I mean, I do like eating food, but I don't know. It was uh it was a weird day. I felt very um what's the word very drained afterward I mean it was fun and it was good to like there was a work party and a neighborhood party and it was fun and it was good to meet people but it's like too much energy for me around that time of year because I all I want to do is like go inward so I did that on the Saturday night so Halloween was a Thursday I like recouped and recovered on Friday and then Saturday I did my whole like um dead ancestor thing so and what that consists of for those of you I think it's the same thing I do kind of every year for the last three years is I had I didn't do a dumb supper but I did um the soul cakes and I packed packed them up wrote letters which took a while and was very emotional wrote letters to three different um deceased loved ones and packed them up and I threw them in the trash at CVS Right on. All right. Making use of that thing we talked about it on another podcast about how like public trash cans are kind of a liminal space. Right. And changeable. So, yeah, that's what I did. It was good. You did a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm still tired but it's okay I'm getting I I made a bunch of pies too that week for the various parties so it was like I made 50 pies and then made cookies on top of that so it's a lot of baking so I shall repeat you did a lot of stuff yeah it was good it like all the baking made me feel real grounded and everything so I think I was in a good place by Saturday to like really sit down and get um get emotional about my dead people oh this is hex rated anyway. by the way we talk about witchy stuff oh, hey. actually we're, we're talking about witchy stuff right now yes. so usually we're like talking we about are. some kind of crazy bullshit on the intro like how i binged watched the first season of she-ra this weekend so my fifth graders Ooh. were talking about she-ra just the other day it, you gotta give it to about the eighth episode and then it really snaps well the fifth graders are into it it's so. good it's real good but anyway is it like new yeah, yeah. it's on netflix it's into the oh. like the fourth season well i mean the second and third season oh. are actually like Kind of one giant season combined, so. and I've heard they have non-binary characters. They sure too. do. They have so progressive. Yeah, they have all different kinds of body types. They have all different types of uh, sexuality and gender presentation, and um, different family units. Um, people, That's really awesome. People of diverse skin tones and ethnicities, uh, as to the extent that we're dealing with a fantasy planet. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, that is super progressive. Um, the voice acting is really good. The main characters are all actually teenagers. Whereas in the one that I grew up watching, like they are like some busty grown ass ladies, <laughs> which I also like, but <laughs> they are supposed to be teenagers. So, um, but yeah, it's kind of a slow burn. Cause like the first few episodes are kind of formulaic, like, Oh yay. Friendship. Be true to yourself. Like, 
that's the moral of today's episode. And then it then it really kicks into gear. So I recommend it so far. I don't like what they do with Shadow Weaver though. I don't like her look. It's dumb. <laughs> I'll have to check this out. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. Thank anyway. you for the wreck. Oh, I'm Scarlet. I'm Lily. Oh yeah, I'm Blackbird, and you already heard what I did for Sam Hain. What did y'all do? <laughs> um, what did I do? It was unseasonably cold, so we had like very few trick or treaters, which was sad. Um, I threw a party on Friday. It was nineties themed, um, like my life. Every everybody looked great. Yes, they did. They certainly did. Uh, what else? Oh, and then on Saturday night, I had my witch hermanos come over, and we had some food, and uh, burned a lot of incense. I'm sure the dudes mm-hmm. in the other room were like concerned. What is going on? Yeah. Um. So yeah. Oh. Um. Well, we took uh the girls trick-or-treating for the first time and at first i was really worried about it because we went super early when we at like 6 15 because they're toddlers and um but we went to three houses that on next door like marked themselves as uh giving out candy because you can do that on that app and um, it's actually really really adorable and everybody's at the houses were like super excited that there was this tiny little sloth and tiny little tiger Uh, (laughs) trick-or-treating and then uh, we went inside and we didn't really get any trick-or-treaters either we got like one big group of like like six kids so it must have been like one or two like two or three families and then that was it and so then we turned in and I didn't do that much I've been really tired and stressed lately so I just like left some stuff on my uh altar and things like that but that was about all I did yeah, it was pretty low-key this year. I mean, not the day, like, low-key with, like, I don't know, with, like, uh, witch shit for me. It was more, like, mm, I gotta meet some people. Mm. And nothing sucks more than meeting new people. Yeah. It's, you know, it's fine. Like, I need to meet people, and I need to do that. But it's, like, it's very exhausting. And it's funny because I came home. And of course, you know, uh, my husband showed up at the tail end and he was like, let's just go home. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. So (laughs) we get inside and I just like had a moment where I had to like, I don't know, I kind of like freaked out. It was real weird, but like I don't and I don't get like overly anxious like that. It was like a delayed reaction of all the anxiety that had built up all day just coming out right at the end of the day. So that was weird. But it, it, I was fine after I slept, so I don't know. It was just real weird. But it's kind of like it's one of those things where I need to, if I'm, like, I need to make that day how I want it to be, not how other people want it to be. Oh, there was a really cool thing, though. There's a big street that's not, that's, like, within walking distance from me that, like, goes crazy for Halloween. Like, the whole street it's like it's like if you went into the, one of those like Christmas neighborhoods, like Interlochen or whatever. It's like that, but Halloween. And evidently, they don't do anything at Christmas time, so Halloween's like <laughs> it. And like everybody just goes nuts. There, there are some houses that have like live shows, like all night, like just rotating shows and shit. It's it's so cool. But I went down there late, like at about nine thirty. And, like, just walked around to see everything, and it was just spectacular. It's going to be amazing next year because it's on a Saturday, so I'm pretty excited. So, like, that was something that I wanted to do because it's not, like, you don't have to interact with people if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, it was good. Well, do we want to jump into the Q&A? Yeah, let's get this party started. So this is our Q&A part two. Yeah, thank everybody for sending in tons and tons of questions. Um, we were, we wanted to get to all of them last time, and we didn't. So, But that's uh, pretty oh, rad that we had that many Ms. to work J, with. Yeah. I was going to say, Miss J is not with us tonight. She is feeling under the weather. Yes, she is, she is recuperating. Yes, we miss her. We do. And love her. 
And want to be her. We do. And wish and, she was here. And will All steal her life. Uh-huh. And copy everything she uh-huh. does. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So one of my daughters today, I was doing this like evil laugh, like ha Like she was trying to like she was on my lap and she was like trying to escape all cute, but really she wants me to catch her. So I was like, ha. So she tried to do the evil laugh. <gasps> it was so cute. She was going, ha And it was like yes. the most Aww. adorable thing ever. So awesome. Not even two yet and getting the evil laugh down. Oh, okay. Cute. So this is very topical. So, um, do y'all Skype ritual now that y'all are a little more spread out? And the answer is yes. We have. We haven't done that many rituals <laughs> lately. No, there's been a lot. We used to do one like once a month, and now it's kind of like every other month. Yeah. Um, but we have, and it's worked out really, really well. So, um, the ones that Blackbird Skyped in on, I was really surprised that it felt like she was really there instead of it being like kind of clunky and awkward and cheesy. So, um, you were the one calling in. So do you have any comments about how it is to Skype into a ritual? Well, I can say that it takes, it takes a little bit of effort on my part to like make my mood kind of match what I think your mood is going to be as far as atmospherically. So the, the one that we did that was super successful was the one where we were um, kind of going like down into the underworld, like via a spiral that we have had made. So I tried to like do what how what you guys had written, which was like you know mark it with candles or and I used like a candle and another and like a a yarn thing that I had made to like imitate the spiral because my room wasn't half as big as the room we normally use at Scarlet's, so. It was, but, but I felt like we did it. Like, I felt like it really felt like we were all doing the thing together. So yeah, I think as long as I take some extra prep time and, you know, really try to make it, um, kind of match what you guys are doing over there, then yes, I think it works out well. And I've actually done another, oh, sorry, go, go. No, 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 you finish. I was going to say, I've actually done another one, a, a Santa Muerte ritual, with someone and it worked out really well too because it was I think it's just because it was just two people so it was mostly just reading back and forth and then like uh, like more of a call and response thing so to answer the question I think yes it can be successful but like everybody needs to make a little effort to make it super successful so Um, my question was going to be with the I think it was for Beltane or was it Ostara I think it was Ostara maybe God that was a long time ago um but that particular one with the spiral it was very choreographed like there was a whole thing where you were walking a spiral and we say a certain thing and there's like eight different steps and do you think that maybe that it being choreographed helped feel like we were all doing the same thing at the same time or just the vibe of that particular ritual I think it I think it did but I think too I think we could create the same feeling like if we were just like maybe reading or maybe doing a thing on, on our own as long as we all like get together on the writing of it and make sure that we're all in the same place as far as like the vision we have for what we're doing I mean it's a lot different than how we used to just roll because to me like the some of the best ones were where we just roll up with half an idea and fucking throw it together. So I, I miss that. But I do think there's a way to keep it together. And I think, yeah, more choreography is probably the answer. Okay. Well, I'm going to just jump right into the next question then. Um, oh, do you plan to do any more group rituals for some of the bat shittery going on? And I am a big fan of the word bat shittery. But we just did. Um, the last one that we did was sort of in the vein of social justice and like vengeance and whatnot. And um, we recorded it actually. And Jay is still editing it because obviously, like, we're screaming and then we're whispering. And it was recorded um, with our, our room mic, not the individual mics we usually use. So hopefully, if it ends up sounding halfway decent, we can put that in the can and and post it for you to hear. And we'll definitely put uh, the ritual text in one of the newsletters coming up, um, either the next one or whatever newsletter will be closest to if we get it up as an 
as an episode so they'll be paired together but yes we did in fact and it felt fucking awesome it was really good there was a lot of screaming Mm, there was it did feel good and the screaming felt good yeah it did do you guys want to elaborate more or do you want to save it as a surprise i don't remember what happened yeah. It was so intense well, that I will have to refer to my notes. Yeah. As with most of our rituals that end up being really intense, it's all just a beautiful blur to me. Yeah. I mean, I can pull up my notes real quick and we can cut the, the weight. But yeah, I totally don't even remember. What, oh, I remember. I remember. Oh, you me? you <laughs> adapted the... Um, Veluspa. The Veluspa. I did. Oh, and that was so good. Yeah, it was oh, so good. It was good. Yeah. But I don't want to spoil it because if the ritual like works out, then we talk about like well, we'll and explain tease it. it a little bit. We'll yeah. tease it. We'll tease it. And we did um, some, our usual uh, six color calls, the red, white, and black, and then the, the cross colors. And we kind of split duties writing, um, invoking some some badass goddesses. So obviously the bulk of the ritual is kind of Norse themed because we were working with the, the Vola Spa. But um, we each did one of those and it got really intense because um, in our rituals, we usually write something out um, and try to try to do with the improv thing. But also if, if we did write something out and someone's reading it as written, particularly if it's their own words that they're reading, we kind of like beat poetry style. We'll shout out words that speak to us as, yes. as someone else is speaking. So um, so that got pretty rowdy oh, and real fast. And it feels so intense. Like when all of a sudden, like all three of us are saying, well, at the time, because it was all three, because it was you, me and Jay, when suddenly all three of us have decided to say like the same word or phrase like really intensely like it just feels like very powerful and very connected yeah or even if just someone's surprised like on their own shouts out a word that mm-hmm. that you as the author are you know you weren't you were surprised that it resonated with somebody yeah. or or the way they say it gives it a new meaning mm-hmm. or a new twist that wasn't even kind of your intention but now it's like got all these layers mm-hmm. um yeah, so so that's always really fun. So hopefully if we can get that recording, and I don't want to tease it too hard in case it sounds like garbage and, oh, yeah. and it doesn't make any sense and to someone that like, wasn't there. But everybody's like, what is this? What's happening? And they're just yeah. screaming at me. But I, I would like to revisit the ritual because it was fun. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll definitely get information about what it was that we were doing um, yeah, cause even up if, in some format. Yeah, because even if the uh, recording doesn't work out, we should do just like an episode breakdown when Jay is feeling better. Yes. I think that would be fun. <laughs> okay. Do you want to read it? What is, is this A? Ah. Oh, okay. Okay, this question. Can you do magic to help others who need good things uh, in their life without asking them permission to do magic for them? Oh, so I guess they're asking, is this like a moral uh, conundrum? Um, some people do have a problem with that, like particularly in Wicca, but I sure don't because... One, I'm totally all about doing magic to do things that people don't want, mm-hmm. like cursing people uh-huh. and binding people. So, so yeah. So since I'm okay with that, I'm definitely okay with uh, doing magic on people to help them out with shit that they do want. Um, I will say that if you one, it's harder to do stuff that somebody would not of their own volition want or welcome. Mm-hmm. So, which beware, like that's going to be more work, um, and it can tend to go more awry or or take longer or have have unexpected results but i personally don't find yes you are doing something maybe against someone's will or without their consent um i don't have a problem with that but some people do yeah yeah i personally don't have any sort of moral like objection to it but i don't have like a moral objection to uh a lot of things that other particular uh, witchy sex sex no the witchy like groups do like at wicca as you say like so well i feel like also if if it's somebody particularly if you're wishing well to someone um you're gonna be naturally sending those thoughts and vibes out to somebody true whether you're ritualizing it or not thoughts and prayers y'all. so yeah thoughts and prayers <laughs> So, I mean, Mm. your ability to hermetically seal yourself off from people you care about and you have an emotional investment in um, is going to be pretty much impossible anyway. Mm, That's a good point. So I kind of feel like since you're already sort of leaking 
um, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Anyhow, you may as well. That sounds so gross. You know, not not do it in a gross, leaky way. Don't leak your thoughts and prayers just, on just me. Just fling them. Fling those those feeling boogers on on oh. your friends. Yum. Yum. Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't see any problem with it. I don't. Um, I mean, I guess I don't even really think about that or consider other people's feelings. I mean, that's <laughs> terrible. But I mean, if I think somebody needs something, like I have a friend right now that's going through a surprise divorce. Um, and so like she's needed a lot of like, you know, thoughts and prayer, not prayer, but she ne- she needs a lot of vibes. So I'm just kind of sending general good vibes out there to make sure that she's like covered, you know, or and protected, too, because that's a fucking hard place to be. Here, okay. Anyway. Okay. You want to read this one? Okay, next question. Um, Have any of you ever questioned your path? As in, are you on the right one? What made you decide on your current path? Blackbird, take it away. Whoa, great. I mean, we could, I don't know. This is going to be real circular here. Uh, Okay, I didn't decide the path I don't think I think it kind of just like materialized for me uh back before I started or back before I stopped drinking so that would have been like 2013 right after I stopped uh playing roller derby I think things just kind of started happening for me and I mean like all my life kind of I've had this you know witchy other sense but I just didn't call it that you know I I kind of just rolled with it but also kind of fought my true nature I think trying to be things that other people wanted me to be so after um derby I like started painting this room and I painted it all these fucking crazy colors like orange and purple and I painted the closet gold and I like set up an altar and all this stuff so it was just like stuff that was flowing out of me so I don't know if that's like choosing a path I mean, it was some kind of choice, but it was just it like felt like it had to be done. And then we all started getting together. And so it was just like the path just unfolded. It wasn't it was about really like starting to listen to the the things that were talking to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. I can't, well, so, none of us. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say as far as like ever doubting the path like the path keeps fucking changing so I don't doubt it at all I mean I know for a fact that like whatever I make a conscious choice to do or I listen to my intuition to do like that's the right thing to do I mean I don't know maybe that's real hippy dippy of me but like that's just how the how it is um I was gonna say because none of us like signed up or like joined a coven that like has a hierarchy and like various degrees Mm -hmm. and things specific curricula that you have to learn and whatnot so for us there's no like oh I just invested like two years of my life to like you know become priestess in this group or whatever so I mean none of us have ever really felt like on the hook like financially or time wise or like social group wise to stay committed to something or to like you know power like you know we're just kind of all making it up as we go along so there's not really fact that pressure although i will say like you know blackbird you with your death doula training i would say maybe is something that's more where you're locking yourself into um one a practice that is for the community and two something that requires a certain amount of formal training and uh practice and and has um certain kinds of not rules and regulations but you know has has a has a set of of best practices has a standardized sort of curricula to it so maybe if you wanted to speak to that a little bit of, of how you I mean, we've talked about that specifically at length, but maybe in response to this question of of how did you know that that was the right path or do you question it? 
And um, well, I'll, I'll be honest, though, if it is a walk down that path, it's a real fucking slow walk because I have not done anything since my training, really. I mean, I've read some some material, but I haven't really done anything just because kind of in this weird place at work where I'm trying to we're about to go into the real busy season. So, you know, it's look, I can make a million excuses. I think part of me is scared to start volunteering. And I, I've, I will say I've had lots of encouragement from our community. Like lots of people have Instagram messaged me and everything saying, just do it. You're going to be great. Right. Well, I have to convince like me of that. So I don't know if like I am scared or just tired and finding other things to do, but I definitely feel like it's something I'm putting off. But I know that Scarlett and I have talked about it, uh, not just on the podcast, but offline. And just like the encouragement that I get from like, when you know it's the right time, it'll be the right time. And I, I feel good about that. As far as that path kind of unfolding for me, it, and this is topical and I've talked about it in the podcast, but like that book, Dr. Sleep, which again, you know, if you're a Stephen King fan or not, like that guy's role Danny's role in his um, nursing home that he plays for people where he is like present at their death like they won't die unless he's there like not in a weird way but just like they want him there um, that was the first thing that like put a light bulb in my head like oh man why do I why do I feel like I need to do that so and it just like it stemmed from there so anyway I'm, I'm kind of like in a similar well like probably about 10 steps removed from where you're at. And I kind of started a column in the newsletter about it of what would sort of with my red strain of magic of like fire and aggressive magic and sort of benevolent narcissism and whatnot. What, how could I turn those interests into something that is of service or is something I can share? And I'm still trying to figure that out. But I would say that basically I just felt like there are thing, there's a, a whole world of practices and lore and interactions that I can have with witchy and non-witchy people that I feel like I would be good at, that come naturally to me, that would be something worth sharing, that would be fulfilling for me and exciting and hopefully beneficial to other people. So I'm kind of at that stage of, of, well, what is that? Like, what would you even call that? Like, what would it be? Like, um, you know, so right now I'm just kind of like reading a lot and doing like a lot of solo practice and sort of reading about other people and how they brand themselves and, and the titles that they assume and just sort of seeing, just sort of basically brainstorming, like, what would this path, if it was like some sort of formalized, like priestess type role, what would it be um, and then work backwards from there? Like, how would I achieve that? What would the steps be? So um, kind of, to, I guess, get back to the original question. Um, how did you get on that path? I think it's just I'm, I'm excited about something and I'm excited to learn about something. And I love making lists and charts <laughs> and stuff. So, so I'm a big fan of that. So just, just feeling like there's something that, that I – I'm scratching the surface on that I want to dig deeper into and I feel like it's something worth sharing and I keep saying it or something. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> so, um, so that's kind of the path, but I think that that sort of speaks for all of us in terms of kind of just making it up as we go along, like, um, and not feeling like we're beholden to like you, you, uh, Lily were like, well, you know, like, so if you're going to be some kind of like, red doula or priestess like what what kind of interaction with the community are you gonna have and I was like I don't really know mm -hmm. and you're like honestly that doesn't really seem like your jam and I was like it might not be I mean it might be a situation where I find that that doing something that's more akin to a birth doula or death doula is not my style and is not really the path I want to go but fortunately I don't feel like I am on the hook to anyone other than myself to to go down that path so I think the trepidation of of feeling like I'm now locked into some path I don't I don't feel that pressure which is very which makes just the journey very exciting instead of stressful mm -hmm. oh gosh I haven't gone yet have I yeah tell oh, us, I was tell just us thinking, your shit I was just your thinking turn your turns. oh man 
Um, well, I mean, just ditto everything, everything ditto. Well, um, shameless plug, you have embarked on, uh, doing rune readings for the public. For, yeah, for the public. Yeah. For, uh, for people. Um, actually in that vein. Oh, if you want a rune reading, you can email me. Mm. Hexratedpodcast at gmail.com. It will cost you money though. Um, totally worth it totally worth it thank you uh i think totally. a lot about when uh, me and you scarlet went to PantheaCon for the first time and my only time but um and i got my lots read by um oh my gosh elishiva and um the two things that i remember most distinctly from that was her because uh, I asked about my path and not really knowing what my next step was. And um, one of the things she said was like, you're in the water right now, but you're just in the shallows. She was like, there's so much deeper that you need to go in like where you're going. And another thing she said is um, she was like, and when I'm looking at these, I really see you as a teacher. Like you're going to become a teacher within the community. You're going to become an elder. And that has really um stuck out to me for a for a long time. Then I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, but I, I don't really know what that means for me yet. I mean, I think that uh I think there's something to be said for having uh my daughters and uh I've been writing a a like grimoire for like my family and like for my girls if they ever wanted it or their children if their children ever wanted it and I don't know maybe just some rando will find it and they'll think it's cool if none of my descendants want it but um but just like what that what that means for me moving forward in my life because I have I have been having a hard time figuring out what I'm doing with my life like I mean I know what I'm doing with my life um and that I'm a mom and I have a job and I'm a wife and I have all that but um I haven't really been feeling like myself lately I've been having a lot of like anxiety problems and anxiety attacks and I haven't felt like me so I don't know there's a lot I think I went off on a tangent there but um that's where I'm at right no, now. No, give yeah. us all that deep shit. No, I and like I, it. I can totally like sympathize and also relate to all of that because I think menopause is just like, I mean, it's a daily journey of what it's going to be. Like, it's like I was thinking the other day. I was trying to be real witty about it. I'm like, okay, my late 40s and into my 50s has been like having you know, the job and the finances to be able to do things that I want to do and not feeling like doing any of it, you know, like my body hurts all the fucking time. It's great. So it's just one day at a time, man. Next question, please. What aspect of your personal witchcraft is the juiciest for you right now? What gives you life? Oh, what gives you life? I don't know. What is fire? What is giving me life right now? I think that, um, and this isn't very, very juicy. I don't know. Um, I think the thing that's most giving me life right now is just feeling a, a daily connection to um, like my direct ancestors, like my dad or like my direct, like beloved dad, like my dad and my cousin, Jimmy and Anna Marie and uh, my great grandparents and things like that. Um, I tend not to use witchcraft for like typical mundane purpose. Like I don't really do like a lot of spells, honestly. Like most of my craft is um, usually kind of like hedge writing or trance work and sort of transformational stuff or communing with uh, spirits or, or getting information, things like that learning. However, thing that's giving me life right now is i have gotten my parking spot magic on point (laughs) i don't know how i kind of did it as a joke and now it's like out of control like i the timing was the issue for me because i would think about it at the very last minute and then roll into a parking lot and then be like oh and make a circle and finally give up and park and then as i would be walking in there would be like three spots opening up so i got the timing down of of when when I need to to ask for the parking spot and it's pretty recalculous like I will get spots that like are are silly like could not possibly be closer to the entrance so that's that's fun times witchcraft can be fun and silly and pointless it's true it can 
I, I need that real bad in uh, crowded ass San Diego for real. My stoplight magic is not together yet, though. It's, I need to figure out how to make that work. I like to park far away, though. So, but I do appreciate that kind of magic. I used to do parking lot magic um, when I was a wee witch, like 17, 18 years old when I like first started driving. And it worked really good. And I don't know where I read it or where I thought about it, but my parking lot magic phrase was by a radio i will win and it was very dramatic <laughs> That's and really it worked like every everything. fucking time it was crazy it worked every time i radio i'm sorry because i don't think you're supposed to be like parking lot magic queen but hey <laughs> worked worked um oh what is giving me life right now is that the question yes. yeah uh what is giving me life right now is like just being physical with my body i know that sounds Ooh, real weird yeah, yeah. But like, Tom, tell us more no, i mean with it, your body. It, it is Are you gonna sexy. do it now i'm watching like, you <laughs> do it right now um i've spent a lot of my many years on this earth like hating my body and i'm kind of tired of that and kind of done with it so i'm on this journey to like make friends with my body so like just doing more stuff like this morning you're gonna like this one this morning i put on outcast and danced naked in my bedroom for like five minutes and was it, was it bombs yeah. over baghdad um, bombs over Baghdad. it was right? of course yeah. it was <laughs> that's the best one of course it was of course because you can totally shake your ass to that song and so i did and it was rad and I don't like I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just fucking doing it like I'm going for walks every day and I'm doing some yoga like two or three times a week. Uh, shout out to Jessamine Stanley. If you don't know who she is, find out immediately because she is awesome. And um, and just like, I don't know, being silly kind of because I mean, my my hip hurts all the time. Sometimes my knees feel like shit, which I know both of you can relate to. Sometimes mm. I have a neck situation. So it's like. I read a, a thing not too long ago about like try to make friends with your pain. So I guess that's what I'm doing. But I, I just like I I was got getting tired of waking up every morning just feeling like shit. So I'm just trying to do some stuff that counteracts that. So it's giving me life. Yay. What else? No. <laughs> um, okay. So this one is I guess kind of related to that. But on the opposite end, do you ever have moments where you feel really unmagical? If so, what do you do to get back into a witchy mindset? Dance naked to outcast. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's a good question. And absolutely. Here, somebody else go first. Uh, I don't know. I feel pretty magical all the time. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm real rad. But, <laughs> um, well, because so what much did you call, I, Wait, what did you call it earlier? Benevolent narcissism? Yeah, my benevolent, <laughs> benevolent narcissism. Because oh, I'm not a I malignant like narcissist most of the time. I'm benevolent. Um, I try to use my powers for good. Um, I don't... I think... Uh, because so much of my, my lifestyle is very much about glamour magic and just glamour period you know like the music i listen to the the way i decorate my house the way i dress the way i do my makeup um music in particular i would say like um i just made a goth music playlist for blackbird i love it and so then that's I love it. driving around listening to that has been making me feel very witchy so m music for me i think getting into like Kind of being able to slip into a character, mm. you know, whether, whether your inspiration is like Stevie Nicks or like Morgan Le Fay or like Ursula the Sea Witch or whatever it is. Um, music and dance and costume to me is is a pretty good way to do that um, in a less kind of silly, frivolous way. I think anytime I go outside um, uh, to water the plants is usually a good moment to kind of ground mm. and like feel feel connected to shit um well for me if i uh i think that chanting and stomping or like banging on my walls like yeah. feels like it wakes up the witch in me but chanting anything i feel like that goes from zero to 60 oh, yeah. with witchiness like mm -hmm. real quick and also if mm -hmm. like but that's um 
if I'm feeling particularly unwitchy in like my practice, like I feel like I need to reconnect, then journeying again, like um, entering a trance state usually helps me feel like more connected as well. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. All of those things. Um, and then I'll add one for, I mean, all of those things for me are also true, but then, uh, cooking, baking, especially baking. I don't know what it was, but when I was making those pies, it was like, it was almost like a trance state. It was real weird. Cause I was doing the crust and just like, it felt like my hands were just operating by themselves. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was detached from, um, this world oh it was so it was really weird and then I like started making poems in my head about the dough and it was just like yeah it was really so definitely making um bread or dough or anything like that I want to read your chat book of dough poetry (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm calling it I'll illustrate dough poetry dough poetry dough poetry um sounds like yeah no I don't know but yeah so that works music for sure um chanting for sure working with plants and also sometimes like just like cuddling with the cats the, I was gonna I mean, say at you least got the two one black cat. cats they're witchy the, the one is very witchy the other one is not witchy at all even though her birthday is Halloween but she is n- no no witch happening right now she's like about to jump on my head and not a <laughs> not a graceful way uh she's fallen out of the window like 900 times she's fine but um but yeah definitely sometimes just cuddling with the one witchy cat will make me feel like witch mom so and then writing too writing this is kind of a fun silly one if you were a witchy tool accessory or ingredient what would you be feel like there's kind of two because there's one like what do you most identify with like what represents you or what is your like go-to indispensable one that you like so I guess there's kind of two ways to answer it either what sort of represent what's your like zodiac sign of like tools or what is your like go-to so you could go either way well my I feel like my zodiac tool that represents me is the bell um that's kind of like that's my go-to i don't know but then like i don't know if i could be if i could be anything i'd want to be a black kitty so i could sleep all day but the bell for me for sure i have no idea um i guess probably my uh elder futhark rune sets that's like the only thing I can think of. I don't feel like I would. What be about your like else. your pipe? I, I you know maybe once upon a time I would have said my pipe, but it's just been so long since I even used yeah. it. I haven't like my practice is so bare bones right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'd be a creepy animal skull on the altar. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Yeah, you would. That'd be something creepy. A little fox skull. Yeah. yeah. Or that like fucking monkey skull I have. That Ooh. monkey skull is My weird. dad's like, what is that for? I'm like, it's for being fucking weird. That's what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> it's rad. That's what it does. Um. Yeah. Something shiny and weird is what I would be. Yeah. All right. I'm something mm-hmm. sleepy and cozy. Sleepy and cozy. <laughs> All right, next. Have you all thought about a YouTube channel in fantastic disguises? Mm. Should you need them? Oh, and this was <laughs> added. I feel like Scarlet may have something uh, that can be used. So Scarlet, you have witchy disguises. I will absolutely dress you guys up in, in ingenious disguises. I mean, I think we've thought about a YouTube channel just for like the audio of our podcasts and stuff, but I don't think we've really thought about a YouTube channel that would uh, like be us like doing anything. Yeah, that that's, feels like a lot of equipment and stuff that we don't have because we we just wouldn't be content to just have it be on, uh, yeah. on like the webcam. It needs or to be like good. That. Yeah, we'd yeah. be like, this is lame. We can do better than this. Yeah, we like high production values. Yeah, we do. And like, but I think we should time. do more videos of like uh, like rune readings or stuff. tarot, re- like things yeah. or like yeah, 
things that are easier to see visually than to explain. I think that I, I would think be cool. that we should probably because I really liked your rune reading ones that you I did, did do that. the little shorties. Yeah, I would like to do more of that. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe we should. Mm. Yeah, least, I think that's a good idea. I yeah, I would like to do. Um, I would like to have my own YouTube channel of hilarious either restaurant reviews food reviews and or cooking some shit in a manner in which that is not boring but I'll subscribe for another I'll subscribe yeah that that would not be witch related but it would be good times um yeah we should do more stuff like I could like I could make a poultice not really but I could you're always saying you want to make a poultice that's like your goal I do want to make poultices poultice and then you'll be be (laughs) complete maybe i'll make one uh, for the very first time in a video put your poultice on me oh god i no lie i do worry about the blowback from the the internets i don't like i don't like criticism i mean who oh, does we could just turn it, off it the comments like, yeah, we yeah that's what i'm talking about benevolent narcissism <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah that's true just who gives a fuck right yeah Everything I do is awesome, and people who don't think I'm awesome are dumb, and I don't like to associate with dumb people. I mean. Um, what do we got here? Did that one. Oh, this is kind of similar to some other ones. Um, what do you do spiritually when things get too crazy or overwhelming? Ooh. Go. I don't, I feel like everything's crazy and overwhelming all the time. I mean, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Take a bath. Mm. Uh, doing a bath with like salt yeah. and incense yep. and and do it like a ritual bath. I'm so sorry, but you just made me think of Tenacious D with the perfumes and, and the incense. incense. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I could think of when you said that. Sorry. But continue, continue. Also that. <laughs> On the pants. Take off your blouse <laughs> and your underpants. underpants. Oh I can't God, hear so the good. word blouse or underpants without it's immediately so singing good. that song. It's so good. And right. Blackbird and I have <laughs> jointly burst out into that song. Oh my gosh! Unprompted. It's so good. Oh man, it's it's like the best. You know, when I'm going to change um, my daughter's diapers, I always sing to them. I'm like, it definitely poops McGee. And I sing back, no way, mommy, I disagree with your decision to change my diaper. It's a decision that won't set you free. <laughs> definitely not poops McGee. Definitely poops McGee. Yeah. So, oh, my God. It's a lot of so. I had a, I worked with a guy named Lee, and I would always Lee. sing that fucking song. <laughs> yep. Like all the time, talking so fucking Lee. All of the songs are but, so good. I mean, I from know. the TV show, all the songs from the TV show are hilarious, right? But anyways, what are we talking about? Um, Witchcraft. I, uh, <laughs> what do you do when things get overwhelming? That's yeah, right. yeah that's listen right. to Tenacious D. Yes. I. Yeah. But that, you know what? That's actually like really good advice. Do something silly. Yeah. Something that is unabashedly yep. silly, and just go like balls out and just. Because that's what's so great about Tenacious D is it's 100% silly. Balls out silly. But they are also very good musicians. Oh, fantastic. And it's very witty. So oh, yeah. Very you smart. can do both. You mm-hmm. can be serious and silly about the same thing. You can. I think that that's actually really Absolutely. good advice for when things get overwhelming. Yeah. Be silly. Yeah. Well, and one, you know what? Uh, I've been looking a lot into cognitive behavioral therapy. And one of the things that I read, just like this little tip was when you're starting to feel very, very anxious, but you, because you're, it's a reaction, like anxiety is your body reacting to um, the perception of like being unsafe for whatever reason. Like either you are unsafe and you're anxious or it's just you think you're unsafe for whatever reason and your body's reacting to that. But um, one of the things that you should do his smile and then tell yourself like i wouldn't be smiling right now if i was in danger and at first like i thought like that is sounds that seems crazy. real crazy <laughs> like, <laughs> i just kind of like smiling like a crazy person but i mean i think it does help like when i'm like um i wouldn't be smiling right now if i was in danger there's nothing to be stressed or anxious about i wouldn't be chewing gum right now if i was in danger so 
There's something to be said about the, the silliness. Yeah, I think that's pretty I good like advice. It. I also like to, like, I think, um, stomp on the ground. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, that just always feels good. Or cry. <laughs> I mean, it's not witchy, but it definitely serves a, so, like a catharsis sometimes. I don't know. I think it can be very witchy. I think big, like, yeah. um, shows of emotion can be very magical, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I th- imagine, like, the like wailing at funerals and things like that. Like that seems that's very spiritual and that sort of like cathartic crying and, or even if, or rage crying. I always cry when I'm really angry. Like I'm not Mm. sad right now. I'm just very mad. I mostly cry during cute animal things. So (laughs) I don't have a lot to contribute (laughs) on this topic. I cry all the time. It's great. Oh, I don't even wear eye so makeup majestic. hardly anymore. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what? Dolphins are so majestic. Uh, they are. They are worth crying over. Oh, God. When the dolphins were like jumping right next to the boat that I went to watch whales in. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a, it was a crying moment. But um, I like those answers. Silly is good. Being silly is good. Oh, this one's this one's calling us out a little bit. Have you worked on your tarot cards anymore? Mm, and answer- will that be a startup thing Ooh, sometime in the future? The answer to that is not really. No, well, a little bit because I have not. Well, OK, so we we had to re-rack it because then Jay came into the fold because originally we kind of had it set up um, numerically divided by the three of us. Yeah, we had it pretty planned out. Uh so, but then I made a Google Doc. Oh yeah, as I am wont to do. Mm, it's true, and uh. it's it's shaping up pretty good. Y'all need to get up on it because um, we're brainstorming some good ideas. I have not checked out the Google Doc, but I will. Well, um, you're the I, one I that's really holding ha- us back. The answer to uh, this probably, question is it's I all Blackbird. Uh, she's ruining it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't feel that way. No, I'm I will teasing check you. It out. I'm teasing I you. I know. I know. But no, I I want to do it. I still want to do it. I think it. I I I think it would be really good. I feel like it's something that will happen eventually, along with other things that we've talked about. But uh, yeah, with everything that goes on in our lives, it, the timelines just get real stretched out. I think it's going to be one of those yes. things where we're all going to get really excited about it and just crank it out mm-hmm. like in a week. That could happen. Probably. It helps to have that deadlines. That could totally happen. Yeah. But we'll keep everybody posted if it does become an actual thing mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. But it's it still exists. It's in the... It's it's incubating. It's incubating. Okay, we only have two questions left. Oh. Yeah. So there's this one about Tulpa. Yeah. And then... Should we meet up one day? So which one should we do first? I can talk about. There's a question. Any plans to do episodes on Tulpa? Probably not. Because uh, I don't I, know what it is. I'm, well, I feel like I'm uh, bad. I didn't come prepared. There's, there's I'm different. sorry. From here, it sounds like you're saying Tulsa. Oh, like, no. <laughs> we, let's not do Tulsa, you <laughs> no. guys. Tulsa. The answer is or, no. Or I mean, Oklahoma City. Neither no, of them. No, we will not be going no. that way. Sorry. It's but what was okay. the real question? Tulpa, T-U-L-P-A. There's Ooh. several different definitions. Um, it's, it's, I believe it's like a Hungarian mythology thing. Yeah. But um, usually oh. the, the most common definition of it that I've seen is it tends to be kind of like we in other mythology we call like a golem or it's like a um a thought form that um you kind of create and imbue with some sort of spiritual spark of life and can then do your bidding so is that like a servitor yeah kind of i mean it it tends to be like a little more hands-on like you would actually maybe like model something in clay or because a a servitor tends to be really more thought or mm-hmm. image base and yeah. i feel like tulpas tend to be like a little bit more a little more 3d mm-hmm. a little more concrete or have oh, like a stronger connection to the physical world a little more but that might uh, just be mm. anyway the short answer is clearly none of us 
really do anything with that. Yeah. Although I did summon some fucking possums. It's true. So it's true. I, I'm maybe maybe it's my calling. Maybe is it I should still living in the wall of the Oh, head? it sure is. Oh gosh, right over there. Yeah. Aww. Hey, possum friends. We named him Pyramus. Hey, Pyramus. Like from Pyramus and Thisbe. Good. Yes. Mythology. Is he like out and about right now? He doesn't go out to do possum stuff until late, like midnight or so. Oh, but he did drag ooh. a like a hat, like a busted ass, dirty like trucker cap that he sleeps in, which is like nice. I I need to make a cartoon about this fucking possum because like how hilarious is that? Oh my gosh! It oh, he like was children's so, show. He was out um late or you know he was wandering around like seven a.m. because it was like real dark and foggy. A few days ago, and so he didn't think it was time to go to bed yet. And Herman chased him up a tree. Oh my goodness! My little dachshund no. chased him up a tree. Aww. So, but yeah, possums. Oh. Um, but little yeah, we're not gonna, probably going to do an episode about tulpas because that's not really anything I work with. I I would say that the most akin to that that we do is I make a lot of servitors, which are thought forms that are sort of made for one specific purpose usually have some kind of timer on them like once they complete their tasks they sort of dissipate um and i tend to create those mostly with like words and images so they're very cerebral and they operate kind of on that plane so well there you go question answered yeah yep all right we have one question left that's it Ooh. Yeah, All right. and it is. Good. That's good. We're right at a, like an hour, so that's Perfect. good. Perfect. Can we do a meetup one day? Is the question. The answer is uh, I don't know. The internet is a, is a scary place, and who knows what kind of weirdos listen to us right now. We are the weirdos, Mister. <laughs> I mean, that is also true. That is but true. But you, you, I'm surprised that you are giving a an ambivalent level of enthusiasm because you have said to me several times that you were interested in doing a semi-public ritual. I am, but that feels different because that feels like it would be. I mean, maybe this would be word of mouth because a semi-public ritual would be like kind of word of mouth. And then it feels like a meetup would be like, and there's something like formal about that. But the idea of like a meetup feels like it is inviting uh, too much uncertainty, which just gives me a little bit of anxiety. I don't know, because if there's like a ritual, then yeah, like there's some structure to the interaction. But gosh, people would meet us and they would figure out that I'm just a weirdo and not actually a cool person. <laughs> so the, uh, our mystique oh entirely yeah, destroyed. We are complete fucking dorks. It's true. So I mean, y'all might, think that we're cool. And it might ruin the mystery. It would. I, uh, I will not be meeting up because I'm real far away. I mean, but, that's uh, true. But, like, I also, I don't know, I, I feel better about the semi-public ritual situation. In fact, I would suggest, like, if you want to, like, clandestinely, like, weirdly, probably most likely awkwardly meet up, probably come to the, the last ever Pantheacon, because I think uh, Scarlett and I are planning on going at least, but... uh yeah. I, well, I know my my ta my name tag always says Blackbird, so it's it's whatever. But uh, yeah, we can, I'm surprised that this is going to be the last one this next year. But yes, that it is coming to an end. Well, maybe somebody and, uh, else will like pick up the mantle for it or something. Yeah, it I find like it hard the, to believe that somebody wouldn't. So yeah, because isn't it just the the founder and organizer is uh, basically retiring from it? Yeah, I don't know all the ins and the nuts and bolts of the politics of it. No, we, we stay like way out of the politics of most of oh, this yes. stuff. Yeah, I do not yeah. want to be involved yeah. in that, let me tell you. Also, speaking of meetups, there's going to be a new little witch shop in oh, Fort yeah. Worth. So Ooh, I have high hopes for there being like kind of a younger, more alt kind of witchcraft group sort of congealing that would be really great it seems actually. like the the it there's there's people of a like mind similar aesthetics that <laughs> that are floating in the ether and like kind of want to tentatively connect but don't aren't big joiners 
Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe have it because they've, they've done several like kind of pop ups mm-hmm. of like vendors and things. So I think that maybe that might sort of organically come together as like a DFW sort of thing. That would be cool. That we might might. I also joined that Facebook group, the uh, one for specifically the DFW witches. And I just forget how much I really don't like people. And then yeah, I'm not part things, of any any groups. And I'm like, all all of you are just annoying. No, that's terrible. I shouldn't say that. They're not all annoying, but there are some really annoying people on the internet. That's true. It's, yeah, it's it's a lot. And yeah, it's like thing. we're witchy, we're weird witchy introverts, kind of. I I mean, there's something of. to be said for that. Yeah, but um, another yeah. thing too that I find on any of the witch groups that I've ever been a part of on Facebook, um. Is there's a lot of like people ask for advice, which is fine. Ask for advice. Yeah, do it. But um, I get I get really frustrated when the advice from other people isn't listen, do what you want to do and do what you need to do. And when people are like, oh, you have to do it this way. And I want to be like, listen, Karen, who like made you the authority on like (laughs) what colors is going to work for this like particular spell this person wants to do like yellow. Right. And like Like, that's. I mean, that's our whole bit, right? Is that there's no right way to wrong, right way to do any of this. We're all just fucking making shit up and it's whatever works for you. So Mm -hmm. shut the fuck up, Karen. Yeah, Karen. Sorry if. Sorry if there's really somebody out there named Karen listening. I know. To us right I'm now. so sorry. Poor we're not, like we're nice not speaking Karens. to you specifically, Karen. Go it's by just Carrie. The, the, yeah. Just go by Carrie. I know true. lots of nice Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. Carrie, that's a good one. And right. then Carries that murder people. So it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Wow, that was kind Ooh. of a weird note to end on. Yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's just so us. So us. <laughs> Oh, well, this can be like, well, maybe we should sign off first. Just I have a question. It. What? I have a question. What's, your, What's question? your question? There was a, well, I'm confused, uh, which is how I spend many of my days. But there is a, there was a thread on Reddit on the, on the witchcraft subreddit. I don't know that that's, that, well, whatever. There On the witchcraft thing, somebody asked are there any other Christian witches out there? What? And I, I didn't know how to feel. <laughs> I felt bad first. Well, first I, mean, I felt bad. Historically, the, there are to be fair, yeah, dual faith practitioners, mm-hmm. mostly because you know, it, for a long time there was not a climate where you could be anything but Christian. Yeah, so you would be right. But I would, I would say fundamentally, they're incompatible. They're incompatible. Yeah. So even if you. Well, I'm going to take a hot take that and I I would love to write. I've been writing this book in my head for a long time about um, female Christian mystics in the Middle Ages. Mm. Um, But I would say like, you know, like Julian in Norwich and Hildegard Bingen and all these other people you've never heard of. But anyway, like that, that sort of direct revelation feeling like you have a, a power and agency in and of yourself to affect change through your own power and that you don't need an intercessor that is either a physical like priest or a saint or something that Goes I feel like that is what Christianity is yes. about. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. also I would say a That's... belief in, in the spirit world would tend to, to be incompatible with Christian cosmology. I mean, even, even the idea of like, well, that's a really long topic, but I would I would it's say like, yes. Yeah, there are in fact people that are dual faith practitioners historically and maybe contemporary temporarily, but I would say on a philosophical level that either it's Russian dolled, one thing is kind of concealed behind the other, yeah, and not actually mm. a synthesis. But I mean that that's my kind of hot take anthropological academic take on that not what people actually labeled themselves yeah i had a real visceral reaction to the i mean the question was more like hey are there any other christian witches out there that i can be friends with and talk to you know like it was more like not like do christian witches exist 
but like here's this thing I, I am calling myself and now I want to see if there are other people that do that and you know there are lots of like yeah you can work with angels and blah 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 I'm like it's not like <laughs> my my brain had a real simple like reaction which was like it's not a witch then I mean <laughs> right like I don't know why I was just like going to this simple answer but like it was like those two things to me are not congruous even though I understand like mystics is more of the term that I would would use yeah i mean for me personally before you throw in the term witch around and i think we've talked about this before so i'm not gonna like dive deep into it but a witch is somebody who walks outside of like the constructs of society you know like a witch has their own set of moral codes and like that I mean, you can't really do that with the Ten Commandments and all of the other stupid shit that's in there. No offense, no very much offense, yeah. Christian witches. Lots of offense because you're either not really a right. Christian or you're not really a witch. Like, right? That's right. where my brain went too. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted, and we don't. I mean, I don't know. We can. I'm not worried about putting this including this do you think we need to you want me to cut it or you want me to no leave it no i mean i don't think that we have a lot of christian witch listeners tbh well it's something it was i thought it was interesting but also my brain kind of did like a record scratch so <laughs> i wanted to bring it up because yeah. i was like well that was fucking weird so anyway i mean well christian uh, witchcraft would be like maybe like santeria or like types of voodoo that right use yeah christian saint yes. names in in place of the original orishas or loa but really i mean that that's a product of one slavery and colonization yeah and two like religious persecution where you had like i said you had to russian doll an indigenous african religion in into in the trappings of catholicism but um right but again i mean what people self-report or self-label themselves as is different than whether i think that philosophically that makes sense or not yeah right on that note (laughs) (laughs) so many topics we have covered today a lot so many so many uh you can find us on instagrams on facebook at hexratedpodcast.com if you want to talk to us so many places you can email us hexratedpodcast at gmail.com. You can get rune readings from Lily. You can. It'll cost you money. Uh, you can DM us on Instagram, too. On Instagram, we're uh, hexratedwitches. On Facebook, we're hexratedpodcasts. You can join the Uncoven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, our Facebook group for fun people and listeners. And I do, I am selective. There's two uh, questions to get into the group, and it's... No robots. Yeah, no robots. Like, prove you're not a robot. And also, what is our sign-off? And so when people don't answer the question, and they're like, oh, I didn't know this was a podcast. I'm like, well, this group's not for you, because it's only for our cool people. And speaking of the sign-off... Hocus Pocus, bitches! Just sync that up. We'll sync it up. I feel like it worked out. I don't know. It sounded good over here.